Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos Podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Crow. Let's go, Fantasy Football Sackos. Jason and Alex back again for another mock draft. Uh, we are going. Josh Jacobs is available for us to pick. Josh, this is fun. Josh Jacobs is available for us to pick. Uh, I will be drafting from the fourth position. Krogh will be drafting from the nine. And like I said, this is half PPR drafting. It's the final mock draft before the season starts next week. Good luck, everyone. If you haven't gotten yourselves the Sacco sheet, go to our website and get it. You can get all of our sleepers, our overall rankings, and our positional there. So let's dive in on this draft. Go buy that, by the way. It helps support us. We make exactly $0 doing this. So um, we're just doing it out of the goodness of our hearts at this point. McCaffrey, Kelsey, Jefferson are the first three. Jason, it's to you. Pretty pretty easy stuff at this point. Keep in mind, we're drafting half PPR uh, when, when it comes to the players here. You know, I agree. And that's why I'm going to take Bijan Robinson at four overall. What? Yeah. Why would you ever do that? That's awful. That's just like your opinion, man. <clears throat> okay. Um, uh, seriously, though, what the hell? That's awful. Do we know that that's awful? Do we? Have you we, watched we him do. in the preseason? Have you seen him at all in the preseason? I would definitely take Austin Eckler over him. I, I'm fine with you taking him over Chase, uh, but I, I would definitely take Eckler over him uh, just because of the touchdown upside uh, that I don't think Mr. Robinson has. Uh, because you take Mr. Robinson so early, Tyree Kill and Diggs went. Um, this is a pretty easy Cooper Cup smash here at pick number nine, uh, the highest points per game receiver in half PPR last year when he stayed healthy. So I'm cool with taking Cup. Mahomes, Chubb, Henry, Saquon, Brown, Josh Jacobs goes. Um, that is perfectly fine with me. Uh, running backs basically are Tony Pollard, who I don't mind here. Uh, quite frankly, I I kind of like uh, taking Pollard here. Um, or C.D. Lamb. And so... I'm confident enough with kind of going zero RB here and taking what I think are two top five wide receivers. Jason, you're shaking your head. No, uh, it's, I, you know, there's the hero RB or there's a zero RB, right? Where I could take Pollard and then fill out the rest of my positions and figure out a second running back later. Um, which do you prefer the zero or hero? Uh, here only I'll I'm either going to go running back running back or running back wide receiver this year I will have a running back in my first two rounds no matter what yeah so good point right because if I don't take Pollard here it's going to fall to Aaron Jones as my RB1 potentially that's delicious Um, for you I like that you should do that to your team yeah, so I will take Tony Pollard here. And oh, man, um, why did I talk you out of that? You were so close to taking CD there. I got gotcha. you, but it just makes sense to to take Pollard there uh, and not have the precipitous fall off. So go hero instead of zero is kind of our philosophy. I took Garrett Wilson because uh, Amonra and CD Lamb went in front of me. 
at the turn went Taylor, Devontae, Waddle, Higgins, Ramondre, and Najee. Then it's back to me. Uh, Mark Andrews is looking me in the face. I also have Olave there. Joe Mixon would be good. Um, yeah, man. love that you send me a, a draft that you did over the weekend and Mark Andrews fell to you in the fourth round. Yeah, uh, it was delightful. Which is just silly. Full PPR there in the fourth round. Um, you shouldn't even let him get to the fourth round. I went Mixon. <laughs> I went Mixon. Yeah, Mixon's definitely been climbing up the boards. Yeah, uh, where he finally. was a... Yeah, where he was a fourth-round pick a lot of times, and now he's going in the third because the running back depth just kind of falls off. Um, so Andrews, Olave, Gibbs, Jones, who also has climbed up quite a bit. Um, so I have ETN, Brees Hall, Walker, Damian Pierce, J.K. Dobbins, available running back. Could you um, imagine if this was your first running back? Yeah, instead of taking Pollard. Right. I. I, I'm fine with Travis Etienne, honestly. Like I, I think he has RB one upside. Uh, Tank Bigsby doesn't really scare me all that much, and I think we both agree that we like the Jaguars' offense substantially. Like it, it should be pretty good. Uh, what to do here? What to do? Uh, all the running or all the first tier quarterbacks are gone, so I can wait at least a pick for that. Uh, I don't mind Lamar here. I guess technically. Um, so let's, let's take ETN and we'll see who falls at the wide receiver spot, uh, which included Smith, Metcalf, Keenan Allen, Ooh. and Debo Samuel. Um, kind, kind of fun. Uh, so Debo Calvin Ridley is available. Kind of tough to do the ETN Calvin Ridley combination. Uh, Ridley's look great in the preseason. Um, so he is available. Uh, Lamar went before he came back to me. Um, and George Kittle went as well. So don't really like the tight end value here. It's too early to take Waller. Don't like Hawkinson wide receivers. Debo is interesting, I guess, but CMC limits his upside where we don't like him quite as much. Uh, Kenny Walker, Damian Pierce, J.K. Dobbins. Kind of don't really love anybody here, quite frankly. Jason, your thoughts? Uh, I don't want to tell you because you listened to me last, last time. Uh, but what I will say is if you do not take Waller, DJ Moore, or Justin Fields, none of the three will get back to you. So right okay because because you're going to, you're going to take Waller coming back in the fifth almost for sure, um, and that's just something that I will have to live with. So that's that's fine. I, I totally get that. I think it's too a little smidge too early for Fields too, um, and I, I I think I'm gonna fall in love with Danny Jones too. Okay, so like I I think I'm fine with just waiting for him. Um, but at the same time that I need a premium uh, tight end too. So hey, don't, don't love that either. Um, so just, just to have some fun, uh, I'm going to take Debo Samuel here. Whoa. Um, just, 
just because I think he still has that upside and, and him and Brock Purdy having, having an offseason to get together and figure it out will, will happen. All right. I am going to smash Justin Fields in the fourth. I think he's a value there. Uh, Hawkinson went at tight end. And DJ Moore went one pick right in front of me, so I obviously cannot take him like I was planning on it, which leaves me with the consolation prize that is Darren Waller, who I think will be a top three tight end this season. Yeah, don't mind that pick for you at all. No. Um, all right, so back to me. Um, I'm going to plan on taking Dallas Goddard on the comeback in round six here. Kyle Pitts is available. Uh, I'm hoping and assuming that Goddard will fall back to me, which is a you know a bit of a stretch. There's two teams between me. So basically, I have to go four picks without a tight end, without two tight ends being taken, because uh, I'm assuming Pitts is going to go before him. Um. Jerry Judy went uh, in the fifth. That's too early with him being hurt. Uh, Madison and Dobbins both went in the fifth, who would be somebody that I would be targeting here as well. So, eh. I hate I hate my draft, Jason. I hate I th- it. I think you're going to be waiting too long if you don't take Goddard here. Personally, I think you're just going to be hating your team. Well, that's... That's the fun of of drafting things is sometimes you you see if you can push it. I'm going to try to push it. We'll see if it works. But who are you pushing it for? Who are you going <laughs> to... Who's it's worth pushing group. it for is my question. Like... It's not Drake London. It's not Godwin. It's not Mike Williams. Um, I, I like Cam Akers here. Um but I, I have Cooper cup, so I can't really do that either. And James Connor. What's the philosophy have, there? Just what's that? You don't, you don't like the running back wide receiver stack. Yeah, right. I, I just like kind of diversifying. If a team gets shut out, I'm not going to be killed in a week. James Connor, literally nobody knows who his running back is, uh, which, uh, or sorry, who his quarterback is. So that, that's not a fun spot to be. Um, all right. I uh, I will take Goddard because uh, I was running out of time and I knew I had to have somebody. Um, so took Goddard. Oh, no tight ends. Kamara, go, Kamara goes, who uh, <laughs> I was then hoping was going to fall. This uh, So I we did another Kamara mock draft. Line. Yeah, we did another mock draft earlier this season. I thought I did terrible. And this one's going equally as bad. Uh <laughs> So I, <laughs> you're roasting me for drafting Bijan and you got nothing right now. No, you're exactly right. My team is, it, it hurts. Took Goddard over pits. Oh, go on. What's the, what's the next big brain move we got cooking up over there? I will, of course, I will definitely take Goddard over pits. That is, that is easy. Um, hmm. All right, more more big big brain stuff from me. Uh, I'm just gonna take I'm just gonna take Trevor oh, Lawrence and just. I thought you were gonna, <laughs> gonna smash like a backup running back. No. Oh, no. Okay. I'm, I'm, I I'm gonna take Trevor Lawrence. He's the last guy before there's a fall off there. All right. One, so one, one of the top eight quarterbacks. So I'm sitting here in the sixth round. I have. Bijan and Mixon at running back, uh, Fields at quarterback, Darren Waller at tight end, and Garrett Wilson sitting all by himself at receiver. Uh, I have a couple 
fancy looking receivers that are staring at me. I also have a running back that I really want to land. Um, but I'm going to go with a guy that had a crap ton of targets last season, should not be going in the sixth round. I'm taking him there every single draft. And the, the worst part is I could wait like another round or two and try to get him, but I'm not because he really shouldn't be going that late. And that is Deontay Johnson. Should not be there. Yeah, you, you could have definitely waited until next round to take him. But yeah, I know. I, but I love the safety. Yeah, you know, he's he's pushing 130 targets. I understand the the no touchdowns. Even if he would have gotten like three or four last season, he would have been a top 15 receiver. So, like, you sprinkle in a couple touchdowns this year. You just drafted uh, a sure thing wide receiver two in the sixth round. Uh, and now I'm going to make one of my picks that I make in every mock that I do, which is James Cook in the seventh round. It's pretty automatic for me at this point. Love James Cook. Love getting a starting running back in the seventh. Yeah, it really sucks that he got vultured over the weekend um, by Damian Harris. Uh, Cook did all the work in down to the goal line, and then they put in Harris at the two, and and he he took it into the house. Um, time time for some insurance from me or for me. Um, where. You know, do you think about going wide receiver? Do you think about running backs here? Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna do something a little that I, I don't love, but I'm taking David Montgomery here. Um, I think the touchdown upside's there. Yeah, it is. Like, like, like plain and simple, it's just uh, he's somebody that is going to get goal line work, and if he does, then um, I, I love it. Um I actually was going to take Pickens there, full full disclosure, but he went uh, two picks before um, before really? I went. I, I do think, yeah, I think Pickens and and Johnson might have similar years. And it should be noted that uh, you know Kenny Pickett basically isn't being drafted, um, and he's going to be a, a really easy bye week uh, bye week replacement. Um, all right, round eight. Here we are. Uh, it might be a little bit early for this, but um, Khalil Herbert can come on down. Um, Jason sighing, um, but I was starting gonna, running back. I was going to smash that. Start starting running back in round eight. Uh, you can't really pass it up. No, no, you can't. He's automatic for me in round eight and nine. You know, my draft is mostly down by this point. I'll do a sprinkling of. Hero running back. Uh, uh, I don't know. I kind of play around with my first three picks as either like two running backs, one receiver, one running back, and two receivers. But like rounds four through nine, I'm pretty automatic with Fields, Waller, Deontay Johnson, and James Cook in some order. And then Herbert. I mean, I got Herbert in a 12 team PPR league in like round nine yesterday. And he should not be there. I don't understand. I do not understand the hatred for Khalil Herbert or the doubt. Like, he's fantastic. I think he's definitely the starting running back in Chicago this season. To get him in round eight and nine is just blasphemous. Um, okay. That really messes up my plans. I keep scrolling around to see if he's going to be there, and then he's just not there. So... I have a little bit of time. 
And I don't know how I feel about this. Um, I don't have Olave. I just, I don't, I think I'm ready to get hurt again, but also Zay Flowers is there. Are we ready for Michael Thomas to break hearts again in 2023? Yes. I'm very ready to be hurt by Michael Thomas again because I I think he's going to end up being the wide receiver one on that team. I don't care. I I know Olave is going to be good, but Michael Thomas is better when he's healthy. I I just don't. Wow. That is. I'm ready to be hurt, Jason. That's a hot take. Um, All right. My next guy is... Man, that's a nice little pick there for the value. Um, yeah, so if in case you haven't figured it out, take guys that you like. Like, if even if you don't necessarily love the value of taking them around early, just just take them, which is what Jason just did with McKinnon, because he's going to be their running back one. Yeah, I mean. McKinnon was the running back one for the Chiefs for the second half of the season last year. Isaiah Pacheco was invisible when it mattered. Um, so it's going to be interesting again for the Chiefs this year, though. Um, Chris Jones is kind of not reporting and has said that he's going to hold out until the deadline, the trade deadline. <laughs> so it could be a first rough half of the year for the Chiefs without Chris Jones. So, Might be rough. Uh, I only have two wide receivers. Uh, I think there's a pretty easy pick here, and that's Cortland Sutton uh, with Jerry Judy being hurt uh, and the lack of depth that the Broncos have. Yeah, I like uh, that. Get, getting him in round nine at this point is is pretty easy, good value uh, for mm-hmm. what should be their wide receiver one uh, for the uh, probably the first half of the season, uh, depending on if Judy's uh, hammy, uh, prolongs kind of his uh, his comeback. Um, and let's see here. I think um, yeah, I don't I don't really love any guys here. It's kind of like a dead zone because we've kind of sniped everybody that we like from <laughs> from each of our uh, our drafts here, which is fine. Um, I will go ahead and take the upside of Odell. Uh, here and see if he you're, you're kind of just swinging for the fences at this point yeah I, I should probably I should probably take a uh, receiver here uh, but with that being said I'm going to draft Kenny Gainwell who yep. is potentially the starting running back for Philadelphia that I just snagged in the 10th yeah, Rashad Penny went before me. I was hoping Gain- you would not see Gainwell because he was, I don't know, down like 50 picks from where we were drafting. Um, but uh, it should be noted we do have, have him as a sleeper on the Sacco sheet. Yes, yes, because he is potentially starting running back for Philly. Uh, so get Kenny Gainwell in rounds like nine or later in your drafts. He's basically free. Yep. Uh 
I, I'm taking Nico Collins here. It's, mm-hmm. it's a smidge early, um, but I want him so, so badly. He's wide receiver one. He just caught a, a touchdown on a crossing route uh, the other day for the Texans. I think people are going to start taking him a little bit earlier, um, but just the amount of disrespect uh, towards him is stupid. Um, and then for uh, running backs, uh, I will take Raheem Mostert because I believe he's still currently the starter for Miami and it's round 12. <laughs> so smug. I love it. Yes, I think he is still the starter for now. Uh, somebody that I added in my with my last pick last night, I'm going to add as my last pick again tonight. And that is Jaden Reed for the Packers. He has been phenomenal so far this preseason hooked up on a touchdown as well uh, on another I believe crossing route with Jordan Love so uh, I think Jaden Reed has the juice out of Michigan State and Western Michigan before that dude can play Uh, kickers and defense are irrelevant so I'm just going to take best available for the last two rounds and then we can talk about how bad Alex's team is yeah, that's fine. Um, I Again, this is one of those things where it just kind of breaks your way sometimes. Uh, sometimes it doesn't. And hey, that, that's why you keep mocking and hope that when it matters that, uh, that you come through. So I end up with Cup and Debo uh, as my top two wide receivers. Pollard and ETN are fine. Uh, Goddard, Lawrence, and then kind of a bunch of home run swings after that. Yeah. I'm pretty well set up at the unique positions with quarterback and tight end being Fields and Waller. My running back is definitely my strength with Bijan and Mixon holding it down while I have Cook, McKinnon, and Gainwell lined up in the flex. Uh, behind my receivers, I am very weak. A thin with Gilson, uh, Garrett Wilson, not Gilson, Garrett Wilson and Deontay, jo- <laughs> and Deontay Johnson. Exactly. Uh, I just don't know if Michael Thomas has it anymore. Uh, even I if he do, dude, even if he stays healthy, he's not going to be the same Michael Thomas. So, um, I am a little nervous about Olave continuing to ascend. It's a young man's game. Michael Thomas is anything but a young man, let alone a young, healthy one. Um, it's only 30. A couple dart throws at the end of the draft on receivers late. Look, if there is one thing I am okay with being, it is it is being shallow at the wide receiver position. I am very active on the waiver wire. I would much rather be a little bit deeper at the running back position coming out of a draft and just go hard in the paint with my fab in the first couple of weeks trying to snag whoever's you know coming hot out of the gate at receivers. So that's kind of been my, uh, my go-to strategy. And yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'll be interested to kind of see what happens uh, at the beginning of uh, beginning of the year because there's always a couple guys that come out like real hot that you got to figure out if it's worth spending your money on. Uh, $50 on Burkhead last year was probably a bit aggressive from, from some people in our league. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, 
I think I'm going to have to avoid the Cardinals in totality. I, I, I don't think I can take anybody from their roster. I'm not really taking anybody on Carolina. They, they might be fine, but I, I don't know. I just... I think I'm just avoiding the the rookie quarterbacks for this year and and the teams that have players with rookie quarterbacks, which is basically those those four. So it's Indy, Texans. You say Panthers, that, but then you draft and, Nico and Collins. Yeah, but Collins is a little bit different. He's also like, free because it's round eleven. But yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nobody with like that I'm investing in in early round picks that are on any of those four teams. Mm-hmm. And unless you get to the double digit rounds and then that's that's different yeah I'll say it again I play around with running backs and receivers with my first three picks but my picks like round f- four through round eight are Fields Waller Deontay Johnson and James Cook like I am and then automatic Herbert. yeah Khalil Herbert in round eight absolutely yeah so I mean yeah, and it, and Sutton going around nine, I, I love that value too. McKinnon, Gainwell, yeah. Kyle, like everybody knows who our guys are now. If, if you've been listening to us at all for this year, you kind of just got to pick your guys and commit to them and, and go and get them. Um, so, hey, take take the heckling and just be like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. Um. One thing I will say, too, with Kamara's suspension now three games, firmly, how do you feel about Kamara in the sixth? Is that... I think it's I think it's fine. That's probably where he should be going. I, having him on my team last year just really pissed me off constantly. Um, where he exploded for the one week where he had three touchdowns. Um and he finished the season with four total. So like you couldn't, <laughs> he wasn't scoring. Now, maybe that's different with, with Carr there, but dealing with Taysom Hill, dealing with Williams there, who they signed, like last year was the worst that he that he's been from a fantasy output perspective he's always been a top 10 running back and he was number 19 last year i believe so i guess that's where he's getting drafted so it's fine <laughs> he he's got a lot of mileage on him for a 28-year-old running back who uh, I believe going into last year, he had 70-plus catches every year, and it it just wasn't working last year. He's he slowly had more and more carries every year, and his yards per game have dropped every year, or yards per carry or yards per touch have dropped uh, the entire time. Not saying Drew Brees made him, but he, he has... He was incredibly disappointing last year. I'm not sure if I just... I, I don't really see a huge bounce back coming with with the guys that they added around him when they invest, you know, they go and pick up two additional running backs knowing he might be suspended, right? But uh, round six is fine. Um, he's just somebody that, that kind of pissed me off last year. So I'm probably avoiding him. I would take Kamara over Sanders and Connor, who he we went behind in this draft. Akers is close 
for me. I would take Akers over him. Um, but yeah, the the James Conner thing, quarterback concerns, and Miles Sanders. Who who knows what's going to go go on in Carolina this year? Yeah. So, any other major draft takeaways? DeAndre Swift, I think, is still going a little early. Um, in in round six, just because we don't really know what his role is going to be there, uh, other than kind of a change of pace back, and we think Hertz is going to be the goal line guy still. Um, I know we mentioned Gainwell going in round ten, uh, who we like. Uh, so that that like that whole backfield just kind of a mystery to me. You have three running backs getting drafted uh, between Penny, Gainwell, and Swift. And so it's almost like a just stay away unless you're getting them in the double digit rounds, which is Penny and, and Gainwell. Um, I, I just think the there's just going to be limited opportunities for Swift to produce. I feel like in that offense with, I mean, you have, you have, um, I don't know, Brown going early. You have Smith going early. You have Goddard at tight end. You have just, there's too many guys there uh, to be taking Swift that early, in, in my opinion. Um, and then uh, Rashad White, right? I, I think that's a, a great value pick in round seven where he's going. Um, Baker likes to check the ball off down to his running backs. And if that offense can do anything, uh, Rashad White has good running back to upside that's going around seven. So I just like to mention him. How do you think hype has affected any of these guys? Like, do you think their values are some, there's a couple people with inflated value. Like for me, the, the most obvious person that sticks out on this entire draft board is Kelsey going second overall. Like, I feel like the, the tight end position last year, was a little bit of an anomaly, uh, an anomaly in terms of the spread between Kelsey and everyone else. That I was generally okay taking him at the end of the first, beginning of the second, <laughs> historically. But now to have him so concretely inside of the top three to four picks to me is just yeah. a little wild for a 32, 33 year old tight end. I I get it because people haven't been able to get him for a while, but at some point the the end has to be near, right? Thirty three years old, ten years experience, tons of hits. Um, I get wanting to take him. I want to take him that high, but it's hard to take him that high because Man. then you better get a running back coming back. Because in this draft, as an example. Who's your running uh, back we just coming went back? Through. Like we would have taken Mix in there if we if we had him, probably. Yeah, right. There's nobody I, like Stevenson is is a no go that early for me now uh, so with Najee. Zeke being there. Uh, Najee is is seeding work. It seems like to Warren, Joe Mixon. I guess is fine, but I, I don't love him as your RB one. But I, I think he certainly can be. Um, mm-hmm. So taking Kelsey that early, and again, I would encourage everybody to mock it out. It it really straps you because, Jason, to your point, if you don't take a running back in the first round or two, you're you're in trouble potentially. <laughs> yeah, and also if you draft 
Najee, you better have Jalen Warren because he is electric with the ball in his hands and is to me it's it's this whole situation is very similar to Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon. You have Jalen Warren and Najee Harris, undrafted free agent, usurping this longtime established guy. Like, I don't think Najee's going to get paid when they know that they have Warren on the bench when the time comes. Um, but that's neither here nor there. What are we doing yeah. with Jonathan Taylor? Um, it's a good question. So we're recording this on the 28th. Uh, I believe he's supposed to figure out a trade partner by tomorrow. So he went in the third round in my fantasy draft last night, which was bananas. Yeah, it's interesting, right? So if he if he doesn't get traded, I I mean, is he, do you think he's going to come up with one of those injuries and just kind of not play? <laughs> like he could. Uh, I don't really want anything to do with Jonathan Taylor if he stays on the Colts offense. So is he if, just off it, your board if he's on the Colts? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's too too much dysfunction there where I just don't really want to want to deal with an unhappy player similar with Diggs. Like it's it's kind of those two guys that where there's smoke there's fire and if you're going to say, "Hey, we'll, you know, we'll trade you if you find somebody." Um, you know, teams do that with like backup defensive ends. They don't do that with the face of their franchise previously. So um, it's it's just something I don't don't want to deal with. If hey, if he's the if he's RB one and somebody takes him around two and I missed out on him, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, my last question for you is Adam Thielen for like the last five years has more or less been solidified as a top I don't know, 20, top 22 wide receiver for fantasy football purposes when he was in Minnesota. Are we too low on Jordan Addison in Minnesota? Right now he's going in the eighth round. That seems a little high for me. Um, I don't don't hate that, though. Uh, Like, just him as a player, I think he could be fine. I I think that's earlier than I would want to take him. Just because he's a rookie and unproven, it just it yeah. would not surprise me because he's going as like wide receiver forty right now or whatever, thirty to forty. Yeah, um, it would just wouldn't surprise me if he came in, and maybe not like the first two to three games because I remember when Jefferson was a rookie, he had to overcome KJ Osborne, which took all of like two weeks to do. But I could definitely see Addison halfway through the season playing 80 to 90 percent of the reps and being a wide receiver too like i don't think anyone is uh sluggish on the minnesota offense so i just i feel like addison could be there's some value there yeah i I don't necessarily think i don't necessarily think we're too low on him i mean he went pick 86 in this draft uh and we have him ranked as 90 overall in our in our cheat sheet um so Honestly, pretty close. Not not bad. Good job by us. Uh, we, we have him as our 30, 39th ranked wide receiver. Spoiler alert. Um, if you don't have it. And I, you know, rookie wide receivers take a little while to get going. So he might be somebody that is is going good at week, 
you know, eight, nine, ten. Um, but it, it's going to take him a while to get going. I, th- I would think uh, in that offense, especially if Hawkinson is up and going early, he's their, th- you know, third or fourth option. Uh, right. If Madison's a, more, more of a preferred check down than um, than Addison is, but I mean Addison's fast sell. So uh, <laughs> if if you have him and and Jefferson, Jefferson's going to take all the attention. So if Addison can can get open, Kirk will get on the ball. Yeah. Yep. It's good, good. Good question though. I, I, like some values I don't like Hopkins is going in round four. Um, I, I know you like Hopkins, um, more than I do. Um, and I, Christian Watson going around five is probably a smidge early too. uh, for me, just with the uncertainty of, of love, there's, there's some other guys that I think I'd rather have in front of him, but yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, like Deontay Johnson being <laughs> being one of them. So, um, J- Jahan Dotson, uh, I think he's going pretty low right now. Um, he's a first round pick, uh, out of Penn State, uh, last year. Never really got it going, uh, but with McLaurin being hurt or dinged up with turf toe, and and Dotson's going around nine. Uh, I. I I think there's some value there as well. It's not just a name off every player uh, that we haven't talked about yet, but uh, it it is good to know some of these guys where if you do get into a pinch um, of, Hey, you know, who has some upside, um, you know, Jahan Dotson is, is somebody that uh, especially with Eric B enemy there, you kind of have a different offense. So they're going to scheme to get guys open. And if he's going to be, you know, the number one receiver while jets hurt, uh, to start the season, then uh, don't mind Dotson at all. <clears throat> all right. Last question. And I actually think I mean this this time. Uh, do we want to end on a board bet? I feel like you've had your sleeper wide receiver this whole off season, and I've had my sleeper wide receiver this whole off season. Do you just want to do Sky Moore, Nico Collins, heads up? Um, sure, I guess so. I, I mean, Sky Moore clearly has the better quarterback, right? But I, I can deal with that. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, you're taking Collins over Sky Moore a lot of times. That that is true. No, that's fine. I'll I'm fine with that. Actually, they're both going in rounds eleven and twelve. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, I'll 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 take Collins over Sky Moore, um, okay. pr- pretty easily. So sure, let's oh, do it. Pretty easily now. Look at how fast the tables have turned. Yeah, no, I'm 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 good with that. Okay, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't gone to our website to get the Sacco sheet, please go to the fantasyfootballsaccos.com, get you the Sacco sheet. It has positional rankings. It has overall rankings. It has sleepers. It has busts. It has Alex's personal uh, cell phone number and social security card number on it that you can use to uh, pass off as the KROG and even take on a nice home loan. Um, And credit cards and debit cards. And yeah, yeah, literally everything's on there. Anything anyone could ever want is on the Sacco sheet. That's why it is the Sacco sheet. Um, 
But for real, thank you guys so much for listening this off season. The Sacco sheet was received very well when we finally were able to post it. Uh, stick with us for for some nice uh, week one waivers. I think we'll probably do one more episode before the start of the season. Maybe just some last draft tips or thoughts on a couple players. So thank you guys. Have a good night. Oh, shit. People, my bank account's going crazy. Hold on. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.